Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast. My name is Katie Sandals. I'm a women's football journalist. I'm joined as ever by the super snapper, supremo, deluxe, galore. I can't add any more adjectives onto it. It's Ross Halls. How you doing, Ross? I am very well, Katie. Thank you very much as ever with that intro. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm ready and raring to go. Glad to see uh, the girls back in action. Uh, and we'll be covering everything uh, to do with uh, last weekend's game and looking forward to the future. But, but Ross, it is a bit tinged with sadness as this is our last podcast together. Yeah, um, I'm getting a bit emotional, to be fair. I'm going I'm to have to have a second just to have a little pause here. Minute silence for you. No, I'm joking. But um, you know, <laughs> dead Ross. No, no, you're not, no, you're not dead. Uh, but it's um, a sad day. That is going to be your final podcast on King, uh, Kings of Anglia. Well, it is Kings of Anglia tracks to girls talk and all that. Um, but we're we're going to continue. Of course, the podcast is going to continue. But unfortunately, Katie is uh, moving on. But we'll oh, you're dead again. <laughs> He's killed me on now. He's killed yeah. me off twice in less than a minute. We'll talk a bit more about it later when Ross can decide that I'm not dead. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll start with the slightly more important things in life. Um, we'll talk a bit uh, about Town's uh, last game against Bridgewater. A uh, little bit of update news on Captain Blue. And then we'll look at some of the uh, upcoming fixtures because we've had some more games announced. So, Ross, let's go back to Sunday then. It was uh, it was back to, back to the gold star for the Tractor Girls. And uh, an opponent with a, a new name, a well-known face in the women's football uh, community, but not one that Town have uh, come up against before. Bridgewater United, the former Yeovil Town outfit. Yeah, it was um, the toughest test yet for for the team. Um, they really had to battle hard against Bridgewater. They're a very physical side. Of course, a long trip for them. They, they, I'm sure they did an overnight in, in Suffolk. And um, yeah, when I was watching the warm-ups, I saw they were very tall. They had a, one of their <laughs> defenders. Um, she was definitely about six foot, and she was she was the captain. And um, they're a very physical side, and we had to battle. And um, you know, good crowd once again. I want to quickly shout out to the fans once again. Three hundred ninety-five was the attendance. Excellent. Um, fantastic to see. Um, I, I saw my cousin. My cousin was there. I haven't seen my cousin for ages, and she was there with her two daughters. Um, so it was nice to sort of uh, a family reunion there, just sort of salo. Um, you see other other faces there. It's just great to see fans coming out to support the for the support the team. And um, well, it was a biggest test yet, as I said. So previous to this game, obviously Bridgewater were third in the table. Town, of course, are moving up and down um, with Southampton for that joint top of the table. So a very physical side, and it, it was really it was really a tough one to, for Town to break down in the end. Um, but it was a one nil win, uh, sort of slightly mirroring the men's success on Saturday. It was a last minute winner, Ross. Oh yes, it was. Um, well, Saturday for the men, we had to wait until the ninety fifth minute, and uh, then the women's team. I didn't think it was going to mirror that because um, Tash was the <laughs> one who scored it. She was just like Selena. She came off the bench and she changed the game and she got that winner. A great ball from Bonnie Horwood, who's the captain currently. A great corner from her. And Natasha Thomas got there, headed home. And as I said, the defender for them, Bridgewater's captain, she's very tall and she, was, she wasn't she was beaten at all in the game. But that one moment where it counted, Tash was there to score. And un- unbelievable scenes. The goal scorer erupted 
the scenes and just the, the noise. <laughs> uh, everyone was just, you know, we're just in short, you know, just amazing joy to see us score that late winner. And everyone loves a late winner, don't they? In football. Of course, Absolutely. not when it's against you, but when it's no. for you, <laughs> you just love it. And, um, you know, Tash does what she does best and she scores goals. I loved um, how it was put on uh, on the team's social media. Of course, it had to be Natasha Thomas. Yeah. Um, no, fantastic. I mean, for somebody watching Ross, obviously, um, it's not been the goal fest that Town have been used to this season because it is a, a higher standard of opponent. Do you think that made it uh, a better game for fans to watch? Uh, was it a more entertaining kind of clash I mean anyone who's been watching some of the England women's games at the moment knows that that they aren't up against the the best opponents so it's not always the most exciting game in a similar way to town really yeah I think this was probably the first time that a few fans who have been going this season saw us really having to to battle and it was a very cagey affair and definitely in the first half not many chances um very much you know we have the ball then you have the ball um, and I think for the first time, we've actually had to have a test. And, you know, fans have been seeing us score 5-0, 10-0, all that sort of stuff. But this was the first time fans went, OK, we've got a competition here. And, uh, yeah, it was very cagey in the first half. In the second half, there's a few more chances here and there. Page Peak with some unbelievable cross balls. Manny Biggs, who had the first two big chances of the game. And one chance, I think she should have definitely scored. But it's one of those moments, you know, it is what it is. Um, but no, it was it was a very competitive game, very entertaining. Um, as I said, you know, Bonnie Hallward, she loves going into tackles. She she was going into many tackles during the game. And that's what you like to see as well, just two sides battling in. Uh, but it was very cagey indeed. But fantastically, Town came out with that uh, with that win and another three points to add to the tally. That leaves them clear at the top of the league only because uh, Southampton haven't played quite as many games. As them. Looking at the league at the moment, it is very unbalanced as to how many games each team have played. I'm not quite sure what's happening. Possibly more cup games and bits to be fitted in with other teams' schedules. There's a real mix at the moment between some teams who are marked down as having played six games uh, and other teams who played 11. So it's all a bit of um, mishmash at the moment. But uh, Town boasting a, a 30 uh, goal difference, sadly not quite as high as uh, Southampton's on 39. So you, one would think after those kind of games have been matched up by Southampton that they might overtake Town again. But nevertheless, an excellent three points against a much tougher side this time. Um, so let's go from what is... Uh, what was some great news over the weekend um, to some less good news. And that's for town captain Blue Wilson, Ross. Yeah, I think this is the news that no one wants to hear. Definitely when it's your skipper, um, Blue Wilson, you know, signed a pro deal this summer, then got named a new town skipper. And, you know, the Crawley Wasp game, you know, she scored an absolute worldie of a goal. One of the goals of the season contenders and then gets injured in that game. And we were like fearing the worst at that point. Then we got some good news, somewhat good news that it wasn't as bad as first feared. But now we get the worst news now, and she's going to be on the sidelines for a while, um, suffering a setback in a in a knee injury. She was recovering from that, and now she's got an ACL, which is one of the worst injuries you can get in football. Um, you know, I've had the experience of seeing that. No, I haven't had it, thankfully, um, but I've seen a lot of the women's a couple of women's players who have had it. You know, Emma Wallace, she's had it twice while she was at the club. Yeah. Leanne Smith, she had it twice as well, the goalkeeper. Um, 
and it is a massive setback for anybody. And Blue, this is going to be her season to really thrive into the team. She had a few injury setbacks, you know, the season before. And, you know, it's just the worst news possible. And, you know, once again, we, we bring our, you know, our speedy recovery to Blue. And I'm sure the Joe and all of our teammates are going to support her. And, um, yeah, let's win the league for her. Absolutely. What a shame. Like you say, she's, you know, signs that pro deal, becomes captain. And then, then this, I mean, ACL um, damage is very common in women's football. Unfortunately, it seems to happen uh, to a lot of top players quite often. I know that um, a lot of research is being put into kind of what leads to, to women getting ACLs more perhaps or seeming to get them more than men do. Um but yeah, what a shame to see her sideline for such a long, and it is a long uh, period of recovery. But like you say, you know, obviously got a very good team around her to keep her going um, motivated. I know we've seen her at quite a few games, sat on the sidelines as almost sort of involved uh, herself, sat very close to the edge of the pitch, you know, wanting to keep going with the team. It's nice to see that even though she can't play, she still wants to kind of be as involved as she can be. Um, but yeah. It, it's it's obviously it's it's indefinite. We're not quite sure when she'll be fit to come back, but obviously, knowing obviously knowing what we know about Blue, she'll be trying to come back onto the pitch as soon as possible. But like you said, we re- wish her speedy recovery. Indeed, and um, I think her surgery is next month, so um, I'm sure the club will keep updated for the fans and ourselves. And yeah, speedy recovery, Blue, and hopefully we can get her on the podcast and she can talk about the season so far and um, and keep us updated on how she's doing. Absolutely. We'd love to have her here. Um, so let's move on to something a little bit more upbeat. upbeat. Um, we, we were wondering the other week, Ross, what was going to happen in November uh, because towns suddenly seem to go a long time without any games in November. Um, we, we suspected it would be Cups. Uh, and we were right. Uh, we were very much right. So um, since we were last on air, uh, we've had a couple new fixture dates announced. Um, so starting on the 7th of November, Ross, with the first trip of the season, uh, uh, well, first meeting this season of Ipswich Town and Southampton. Now, this is a tasty, tasty fixture for a National League Cup game. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, you know, we got London Bees in the, the previous round and we, we beat them to progress to this round. And, you know, you just never know who you're going to get. Sometimes you go, oh, let's go and get another team. Let's try to get as far as possible. And now we meet Southampton before we meet them in the league first time. So, yeah, when that fixture came out, I'm sure everyone was going, oh, here we go. This is uh, part one of the, the, the trilogy of um, games <laughs> we'll be playing against them. And, um, yeah, it's a cup tie as well. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel a bit different, but it's sort of the rehearsal of the, the the first big league game against them, I think it's a really good opportunity to for town. I you know I was speaking to Tashra for a piece I'm doing, and she was saying there's a lot of unknowns in the team uh, in this season with these new clubs that they haven't played before or haven't played very often or in years. Um, but I think it's a good chance for town to get a bit more of a measure, and you know, for Joe to get a measure of of what Southampton are about, what it is that's making them this sort of like town this unstoppable force this season and, and this force that is very much um like we said they are 39 up on their goal difference so what is it that's making them this goal scoring machine and and how do the two compare in a in a surrounding almost that that is that doesn't matter as much we all love a cup run we all love a cup run but 
it, it's a good chance for town to get a measure of them outside of a league fixture in what is an incredibly tight league. As we know, goal difference is, is all that's separating these teams, essentially, you know, once once Southampton are back up on, on games. But yeah, I think it's an excellent opportunity to see what Southampton are, are about and for fans to kind of understand how how close these two teams are this season. Yeah, I'm sure both managers for both clubs, I'm sure Joe and the Southampton manager, they won't show too many of their cards in this cup game mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I don't think they want to, you know, tell them too much of their secrets because I'm sure they'll both be maybe rotating the squads a little bit because it is a cup game. That's the standard yeah. in in men's football, women's football, you know, in the cup games, in the early rounds, you, you bring out some of your youngsters, um, some of the maybe fringe players. So, yeah, I won't expect too much. We won't learn too much, but we'll learn a bit. Um, and, of course, thankfully, it's at home. As you know, I love home games. Um, it's better for us sometimes because, yeah, don't need to worry about travelling. So, yeah, Southampton coming to our place first. And then, of course, later in November, we'll be going to them for the first league game. Although, bad news, I'm not going to be there. So, sad times, oh. but... Is what it is. Well, I'm in I'm in Sunderland, so yeah. If you can change the Southampton game, anybody listening, if you want to change that for another date, then that's fine. But I understand it won't get changed. So, but sadly, I won't be there. But um, I'll be there in spirit, and hopefully, they can get the win. Absolutely. Even even if that you know these are slightly different setups in this cup for this cup game than we see in the league game, I think we we're going to get as a, I believe the kids call it the general sort of vibe check. Southampton um yeah we'll get a vibe check we'll get a maybe a little bit of an understanding into them and I'd be interested to know what their support's like as well how many people travel across because they want to see what town are about I'd be interested to know that as well um so that is the uh women's national league cup fixture uh that's next up for town uh, that is up for town uh 7th of November at home like you say at the gold star against South. Hampton. Uh, the other bit of uh, cup news, different cup this time, the FA Cup uh, was the other fixture that we had announced uh, the other day. Um, so Town will be away this time uh, playing MK Dons. Obviously, Town have already played them this season. This is a week later. This is the 14th of November. Um uh, not the most exciting FA Cup draw in the world. Town have obviously had much more exciting, but it, it's a game they just need to win and progress. Right, Ross? Yeah, well, of course, we know MK Dons well already. You know, we beat them 3-0 in the league. Um, although, if you read the programme, I decided to put 4-1 um, and we were actually beating MK Dons 4-1. But I'm sorry for that misprint sort of situation there, if you did see it. Um, but anyway, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's not the most exciting draw of the FA Cup, but it's a winnable draw um, and we're, we're very much still early rounds. So, you know, get these first few rounds out of the way and then we get the, the big dogs of the Championship and the Super League, uh, yes, which are the, the draws that we want to see, the tasty draws. Um, but, you know, MK Dons, they're no mugs either. You know, I'm sure that there will still be a test for us. But, um, no, FA Cup, I do like that. I do like the FA Cup. Anyone loves the FA Cup, definitely because of our history of it in the last few years. I want to give a quick shout-out, by the way, to, to Need a Market. That they took Billy Ricky. Um, they really, really battled them. They lost 6-3, but they were 3-0 down at one stage. And then I think it went to 4-3. Um, and then, yeah, so well done to them. Need another local side. Of course, we've got a few former players who play for them at the moment. Danny Clark in goal, Ellie Rossiter, uh, Nicole Panafar. And a few other players. Um, but yeah, it's the magic of the FA Cup in it. But uh, yeah, MK Dons at the stadium, MK, their stadium. Mm. So that's another trip there. We'll be going there in the league as well, of course. But um, yeah, magic of the FA Cup. Let's go. 
I am still dreaming of uh, a Vivian Miedemar at having fish and chips at Felix Stone moment. Arsenal at home is is my dream draw for for Town in the FA Cup. And if we can make that happen, please. Everything crossed. Everything yes. crossed. Um, but yeah, so that is Town's FA Cup, first FA Cup fixture this season, uh, away to MK Dons on the 14th of November. Starts filling up November nicely. Let's look at those sort of upcoming fixtures then. It's the double header this weekend uh, away at Plymouth. That's the men's game on the Saturday, women's game on the Sunday. Are you looking forward to the, to the Plymouth uh, double header, Ross? Yes, I am. Um, well done to Kieran Stanley, who who was able to arrange this when the men's fixtures came out, when we saw Plymouth was going to be that Halloween weekend, you know, <laughs> and all that. Um, trick or treat and all that, but yeah. Um, so I think we wanted, you know, the Plymouth away game to be the same as the men because it's a long trip for both the, the players and supporters to go. So it's great that if who, who are both doing both games, you know, it's a nice weekend down in Devon. Um and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, at home park at the the football stadium uh, for the women's team as well. So some of the girls can be playing in a, a football stadium probably for the first time, possibly. Um, home park is a, a nice little stadium, um, and yeah, it's going to be an interesting trip. You know, once again, some bonding going to be happening as well in in the hotel. Um, you know, I had a long trip for a while. I think it's probably the Man City game was the last time we had a proper long oh, wow. trip and to to enjoy having just get you know everything like that. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that the girls are going to enjoy Saturday watching watching the men team play and getting ready to scout out the stadium. Went, oh, okay, that bit of the pitch isn't great, so look, watch out for that. But yeah, it's going to, be, it's going to be a good weekend, definitely. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what uh, Plymouth are like. Uh, currently third from bottom in the National League, but they have played less games than anybody else. Somehow they've only yeah. played six games this season, so it's not entirely clear what they're made of. Minus thirteen goal difference currently. Uh, but it'll be an interesting test uh, for town. And like you say, watching the men's games, excellent way to size up that pitch. So uh, it'd be nice to see if some of the uh, men uh, return the favour, perhaps, if they've got the time to, to come and see what the girls are about a bit more. That'd be awesome. We have seen a few men's players down at women's games yeah. before. The things are all there. Why not, guys? Um, so that's Town's uh, next fixture, Sunday at the Manadon. Oh, is this Manadon Dev Centre here? It's it's at it's home park. It's definitely home park. It's just not been updated. So yeah. website gremlins well, need to get on that one. Uh, two p.m. Yeah. kickoff. Um, so that's town's next league game. Then of course the national league cup fixture against Southampton on November seventh, uh, and then that FA Cup fixture sandwiching between another Southampton fixture. This is away again in uh, away in the league this time. Uh, and that's kind of South, uh, November for Ipswich Town. So a busy month in the end after what we thought could have been a bit of a quiet one, uh, but uh, bristling with uh, fantastic fixtures. So definitely uh, head out to those ones. Um, yeah, if you are planning on a weekend in Devon this week and then have an absolute ball, because I know Ross will. Uh, so, yeah, no, looks like some fantastic fixtures coming up. Yeah, mixture of, you know, league and cups. So it's a nice little balancing act for Joe to bring in some fringe players who may not, you know, been able to play as much this season so far. Um, and of course, we do have the under-21s going to be in action. So there'll be some of the, the players who play for us, you know, juggling there. But um, no, I'm looking forward to Plymouth. Nice, nice trip down, you know, expenses paid, holiday in a way, hotel and all that. 
Um, so I'm looking forward to the hotel and just chilling and watching some game of football, which and of course working, of course. I was going to say, Ross, we do expect some work from you still. That, yeah, that yeah, is course, what but, you're there for. But, but nice trip um, to Devon. Not too bad. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so I guess we've got to the point where we, we, we have to talk about the very saddest of news. We've been on an emotional roller coaster uh, this episode, Ross, but um, it's it's time to, I guess, for me to bow out. I'm uh, moving on to Pastures New. Uh, I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving the the ship Archant. Um, and so I'll be moving away from the, the KOA family, unfortunately. It's, it's been, we, we've had a great time both with this podcast, Ross, and our, our previous podcast, Glancing Header. We've, you've taken me to Wembley in a wheelchair, uh, <laughs> which was one of the craziest experiences of uh, our lives. Um, I went to England. You didn't get to come with me. You're still bitter about that. Yes. Yeah. Move on. Move on. <laughs> no, but it's it's been an absolute honour to sit in the uh, virtual chair next to you um, for, for Tractor Girls Talk and for, for Glancing Header. And um, my thanks um, to all of the, the town supporters who liked, shared, tweeted their support for, for the podcast, for my, my old column and, you know, for our coverage of, uh, of town together over the years. Um, it's It's been a real honour to, to provide you know uh high quality content about about Ipswich Town women you know even in times when other outlets weren't necessarily so interested you know me and you were there um absolute highlight seeing the girls at Manchester City um yeah I'm getting a bit emotional now too (laughs) yeah it's um yeah sad you know I'm losing my 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 partner in crime of women's football coverage, you know, pretty much, you know, I still, I still have yeah memories of the, the Wembley trip for the FA cup final, um, you know, having to push you in the wheelchair. A lot of people were thinking, are you sure you're going to allow Ross to do that? He's not going to just ditch you somewhere. Is he not just going to like give up and then run yeah, away? My mom was like, is he all right doing that? For, for context, <laughs> I, I'd broken my ankle falling off a climbing wall and uh, I was obviously uh, in a, a large cast. Um, this was, uh, yeah, so this was FA cup, final a few years ago I think we yeah it was a an interesting an interesting one but we enjoyed it we enjoyed trying to navigate the London underground in a wheelchair we learned so much that day um but uh yeah it was it was really good fun um obviously great to go up to to watch the girls play Manchester um that that was fantastic to see to see all the reactions they got before yeah. The game from sort of the national press. There was so much interest in the time. I was getting people messaging me like, "How can we find out more about you know? How do I get in touch? I want to talk to the girls. Can we do this? Can we do that?" And it's like, ah, uh, well, you know, one-stop oracle for for that sort of thing. And uh, obviously, everyone wanted your pictures, so uh, it was such an honour um, to provide. We had live match day coverage that day. I remember. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it's been a real honour and uh, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss you, obviously, Ross, and I'm going to miss our, our lovely fans as well. So yeah. um, thank you. No, it's been, it's been our pleasure. And um, of course, we are going to keep Tractor Girls Talk alive. Yes. Um, and hopefully we can get you on at some stage. And I'm <laughs> sure if there's a big a big moment, a big game, I'm sure I can ring up Katie Sandals and go, Oi, fancy doing a special. And I'm sure we can talk to your agent, talk to anyone else. Your, your people will talk to my people. We'll get we'll, it sorted. We'll figure it out. Yeah, when yeah. you when you lift that Super League trophy, call me. 
yeah. <laughs> I know it's coming. I'm not going to jinx it, but you know, touch wood. Just, another person is going to be sad who's listened probably to podcast right now is Joe. That you know, Joe Sheehan, the gaffer. If he is listening, hi Joe. Um, of course, you've done many interviews with him before, um, and yeah, he's now going to have to just you know hear me and then hear whoever's my co-host. They'll be like, oh god, you know, <laughs> I miss Katie now. Bring her back. But um, the ratings are going to go down now. Watch it. Watch the ratings go down. Unbelievable. Uh, I do remember at the Manchester City game, uh, I think uh, we were all sat in a room because we couldn't talk to the City team because uh, of their, that European nonsense at the time. And uh, Joe was just sat there wait, with all this press just sort of waiting for him. And he was just like, yeah, what you do? Does anyone want to say, ask anything? I went, <laughs> I put my hat straight up. He was like, go on, Katie. I was like, same again next year, Joe. And uh, yeah, that was that. But um, honestly, it's been fantastic. Um, always chatting with Joe um, and all the players uh, over the years. Um, the guys are a real asset to the county um, and to the game. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I guess we, we've come to the end of this this sort of sad tinge to this uh, Tractor Girls talk. Uh, Ross will be back uh, after town's next game. Um yeah, against Plymouth. Uh, if you're heading down to Devon, like I said, have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy all of the excellent Ipswich Town football on offer. Um, and yeah, keep keep enjoying, keep supporting the team and you never know how high they'll reach. Um, you can keep following me. Um, I'm at Katie Sandals. I got verified today, Ooh. so I'm very oh. excited. I got big blue tick next to my name as yeah. I as I make my stage exit, um, and you can follow Ross as always at Ross Media UK. Yes, you should know. Get on, get on a t-shirt one day. But yeah, fantastic. Uh, and one. at the Kings of Anglia account as well. Always super. Um, we were always super pleased to be part of the KOA family, and thank you to everybody uh, in the KOA team, to, to to Mark, to Andy, to Stu, to Mike, to everybody who's uh, supported us over the years. Uh, like I say, Ross will be back with your uh, next Tractor Girls Talk uh, fixture soon. Um, thank you so much and uh, goodbye. There's only one Katie Sandals. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. From true crime to football, Brexit to postal, for more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash
podcast from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.